0: Welcome back to Straight Out of Marble Shows, Kevin27, back with another fire episode. And today, this is pretty much the Daredevil Born Again episode because. All of the biggest news and most important news right now in the MCU has to do with Daredevil. And we already know the bombs that have been dropped. So let's just get into it. Before we get there, please make sure you give a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify. Uh, And please follow on Spotify. We got 133 followers on Spotify. Let's get to 150. How How about 140 first? But let's get to 150 on Spotify. And then also please subscribe. Kevin27World on YouTube. And now uh, turn on that notification bell as well. Now light up that exotic if you got it. Plug that expensive so we can get offensive. Let's get to the show. Also, you know we got March Movie Madness continuing. Crazy month for movies. We knocked out Creed 3 last week. So now we're going to get to Scream 6, my first horror movie review. And I cannot wait. That will be at the end of all the Marvel news. So stick around for a spoiler-filled episode. Oh, uh, bro, it's, it's gonna be crazy. I got a lot to say about that movie, so let's go ahead and get into this Marvel news. Okay, to start, you already know the big news of the week pretty much is John Berthol to revise his role as Frank Castle, aka the Punisher, in Daredevil again. And what a double whammy to like most of the fans, heartbreaking actually, uh, Deborah Ann Wall and Eldon Henson who played Karen Page and Foggy Nelson in the original Netflix series, will not return. So like two big bombs in one uh, sentence. So, or not one sentence, but two big bombs in one paragraph is pretty. uh, So let's start with uh, the good news. Uh, John Berthold is back. So that means Daredevil is going to be gritty. That means Punisher is going to be gritty, TVMA. So you already know how I feel about it. I want darker shit. That's the only thing BC has over Marvel is they have dark content. Marvel doesn't have any right now because the Netflix series were canceled. And bro, let me tell you, those Netflix shows were highly revered outside of like Iron Fist. And I mean, I guess Jessica Jones was cool. I never, I tried to watch it. I thought it was boring as hell. I'm not going to hold you. But uh, the rest of them though, like, The Punisher, I love for sure. Definitely love Daredevil. I mean, come on. Like, Daredevil was goaded. So, I just think with all of that, it's good news to me because it needs – we need a a darker tone. I think Marvel is kind of running in circles with the PG-13 shit. They need to come and really lay the hammer down and tell correct stories. With, you know, not having to be PC and not having to, oh, well, you can't show this and you can't do that. And I, let me tell you, I enjoyed Daredevil and She-Hulk and it was PG-13 or TV-14 and it worked because it's in that setting. But in the setting, or the setting around Daredevil, it has to be adult-themed, no, no child's play, seriously. No child's play. So, yeah, with that being said, I'm happy. Now, let's get to the bad part of this. Let's get to the bad part. No Karen. No Foggy. Thumbs down. L- that's a that's a Kevin Feige L to me. I don't know. I don't know if Kevin Feige has had an L that big. I mean, I can... Okay, now, let me... Let me from one Kevin to another. Let me, let me shoot my man some bell. I think he just don't want it to be just like the Netflix series. And... If you have Kevin – or not Kevin, but uh, Foggy and Karen, it's kind of – it'll be kind of like they're just picking back up from, you know, picking back up from where they left off, just getting right back on the bread trail, the breadcrumb trail. But I don't – yeah, you know what? I ain't, I ain't going to hold Kevin fighting too bad. So you got to think this is 2020 we like 2024 or 2025 now i think it's going to be pretty much 2025 it should be cuz we're a couple years into phase uh the the new phase after the in game which was 2023 so we should be about 2025 now so you got to think from 2018 when the show was canceled 2025 that's a good 7 years i mean yeah some shit might have happened where they just not or they just evolved in You know, they on their own now. So it it makes, it could make, I think it makes sense. I just don't like it because I like Karen. She was a dog. She was scrappy. Like she didn't give a damn. She was not afraid of Wilson Fisk. She, she wasn't afraid to uh, uncover truths that needed to be uncovered. And she caught a body and she caught a body. Dude said, you think I put a loaded gun in the middle of the table? And then this dumbass really put a loaded gun in the middle of the table for the grab. Dude, what an idiot. So that shit was, bro, I fuck with Karen. She was cool. And Foggy, man, he was just a good, like, the good side character, like the homie. Now, I do think he did a little too much when he found out that Daredevil was, like, blind but not really blind. Like, I don't know. It's kind of messed up, though, that they're not coming back. I still think it's a Kevin Feige L, though. Regardless, Kevin Feige, you got to hold this L. But it's not a I don't think it's a huge L, but it's an L. Because, you know, with context, I understand why. A Breaking news also, Vanessa Fisk will be played by Sandrine Holt in Daredevil Born Again. And uh, Vanessa was portrayed by Adley the Zurer in Netflix Daredevil. So yeah, we getting a different we're getting a different uh, Vanessa. How y'all feeling? That's what I'm saying. It's, some of this shit is going to be a little different because it's Disney now. I'm not mad at it. I don't think everything got to be direct from the damn. And and that could be a thing, too. Those two actors just might not be coming back because they finding new characters to play. Uh, new uh, Excuse me. They finding new actors to play those two characters. So that could be a thing, but if they did that, I would think that was trash. So I hope that's not the case. I really I really don't even like uh I really don't even like that that Vanessa is going to be a by, uh, portrayed by a different actress. Uh, I don't know who Sandrine Holt is. Let's see what she's played in. British Canadian model They don't even say uh, actor on actor on shit. She was in Black Robe in nineteen ninety one. What? That's crazy. She must be old as hell then. Once a thief. Yeah, she was in hella movies. Resident Evil Apocalypse. That was in two thousand four. Oh, yeah, she's born 1972. Yeah, she old as hell. Shit, my mom was born 1970. So she right after that. Damn. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that, that's that's whatever. I guess it is what it is. I'm not super mad at it. But at the same time, I would have rather have been the same actress because I thought she was good. But maybe, maybe it won't really matter as much. I wonder why they didn't. Why do you guys think they didn't do the same actress? I wonder why. Hmm. Maybe it's because it's not the same universe. It could be a different universe. Okay, also breaking news. Marvel Studio has hired Dexter director Michael Cuesta, or Kista. I don't know how to say that, Cuesta, to direct Daredevil Born Again's pilot episode. Again, that's huge because Man's directed Dexter gritty show. So they're gonna lean into this, which I am super glad that Disney is gonna start doing adult, like real adult content. I'm I'm excited for it, bro, because Disney make the best low-key they make the best stories, like so they can start making some of the best adult stories, like real adult stories. I think it'd be cool. They don't gotta do no shit with sex scenes, but definitely adult. Theme stories, like come on, if the Batman could be rated R, Daredevil should be, so I'm cool with that, I think he should do a good job, that's the thing with TV shows, they sometimes they always have like different directors, especially these Marvel ones, they have different directors for each uh, episode, and that's for sometimes it's cool, sometimes I would prefer to stay the same, but anyways. Let's move on. And this is still kind of Daredevil news, but it's more centered around Echo. So apparently Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio will reportedly have key roles as Daredevil and Kingpin in Disney Plus Echo series. That is cool uh, because Echo seems a little, mm, nobody's really talking about Echo right now. You remember what I said when I posted that shit? Where they was kinda low key talking shit about the show. So I don't know. Maybe it's gonna be some shit where like Daredevil and uh Kingpin kinda overtake her show. Hopefully that's not it because Maya was such a badass. Like, shout out Maya, bro. Yeah, shout out Maya Man, my first Funko Pump. Shout out Maya Man, my first Funko Pop. Maya Lopez, first Funko Pop. Shout out Maya, man. So yeah, I, I, I fuck with uh, I fuck with Maya. I can't wait to see the Echo series. But I mean, even the directors and the producers being low key talking shit about the show. So hopefully, it's it's still good. Is that what we got? I think that's pretty much it for the Daredevil news. Once again, I cannot wait for this show. It's going to be amazing. <clears throat> it's going to be amazing. I mean, just that little, that one episode that Charlie Cox was in for uh, the She-Hulk, it was the best episode in the series. Like, it really was. Like, he showed out. It was really good. And he was actually funny. Not really, not really, you don't really get that much uh, fun that many funny moments from Charlie Cox in Daredevil because the damn show was so damn gritty and so dark. Motherfuckers over there abusing their children, he listening, going beating their ass and shit. So, bro, I, I cannot wait for Daredevil to pop off. So, let's move along to some other Marvel news. And Disney Plus's Black Panther spinoff reportedly has the working title. Golden City, which is also the capital of Wakanda. I mean, that shit is cool. Um, hey, give me anything Wakanda, honestly, bro. That world, it's like a world on its own. It's like when people was like, well, how come no one from the Avengers was at uh, T'Challa's funeral? Bro, because Wakanda is like its own thing. Like, yeah, well, shout out to Wakanda. Wakanda is its own thing, bro. Nobody, like, they are not tripping on that shit like that. They are not over there like, oh, yeah, man. We need everybody in our shit. No. So, I'm cool with that. Golden City, that's the capital. Y'all remember I was like, yo, is there any poor people in Wakanda? I wonder. Because it got to be poor people for it to be rich people. But it's just a rich society. That'd be tight, too. Okay, on to other news. Mark Ruffalo, and this isn't even news. It's kind of just funny. Mark Ruffalo has jokingly said that he's waiting for Marvel Studios to invite him back for another Thor movie to save the franchise. And he says, that's a joke. I'm canceled. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the best Thor movie is definitely with Hulk in it. And it is because Hulk is in it. Like, the fight between Thor and Hulk is one of the best fights. That fight, because it's just so cool. To see and then Thor like really whooped him. He really whooped him. But y'all know what happened. He got cheated for. So I don't know. But I think he was funny in that. I think he was funny in Thor Ragnarok just because like he was talking and then the Hulk sounds so stupid when he talks like, oh, no banner only Hulk. Like he just sounds dumb as hell when he's talking. So it's kind of funny. Like when him and uh, Tessa Thompson was playing, like she playing with him like he a dog or something. That's why it's it's funny as hell. But yeah, give me Thor five, bro. If they can make a Scream six and all twenty Halloweens, we don't have to stop movies at trilogies. Like we done with that shit. I want Spider Man four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like, I want Tom Holland to be Spider-Man until that nigga dies. Like, seriously. Until he's dead. Like, give me another Toby Maguire movie. Start that franchise over. Give me a Amazing Spider-Man 3. I want all of these franchises to just keep going on. Just keep chugging them on. chicka 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 chickka chicka chicka. Choo. Choo. If you watch Man Japan, you get that. If not. Yeah, so I I definitely want Thor 5, 6, 7. I told you, I want Mark Ruffalo, old as hell, playing Thor. Gray beard, and he can play old man Thor. And it's just like, bro, how can you not benefit from something that amazing? Like, I think old man, I think old man Hemsworth, that should be lit. Playing Thor. And then we can get the old Avengers, that should be tight. That should be tight as hell. Disney Plus' What If Season 2 is rumored to now be aiming to premiere in the first quarter of 2024. That's big. That's amazing news because it was supposed to come out this year and it didn't come out this year. So super disappointing. I mean, that is horrible. I hated that What If didn't come out this year. Like, I was ready for it and it's not coming out this year. But if it come out, January, February, maybe March. It's still March, still first quarter of the year. It has to be in that time frame, right? So, yeah, I'm cool with that. I, I'm cool with that. I want to see what if season two so bad because I enjoyed season one. It was so cool. So, yeah, I'm cool with that. And speaking, since we're talking about what if already, let's go ahead and talk about the newest news about Marvel Studios having to officially unveil the MCU's all-new superhero, Kohori. Hope I said that right, Kohori. Uh, apparently, it's going to be, like, I think the Tesseract, landing into some, like, uh, indigenous. You know, y'all can see the picture right here. She look, definitely look indigenous. And, uh, yeah, she's going to be some type of superhero from the Tesseract. I don't know if it's going to be, like, some Captain Marvel type level of superhero because isn't that like kind of what she got her powers from I, I know it was the blue infinity song so I had to be the tester I think so yeah because I mean what's on this damn gauntlet they got blue yeah there's only one blue so yeah I think definitely it's gotta be something like that so yeah that shit I'm cool I'm excited to see that I mean bro The Tesseract is the coolest thing. I think it's one of the coolest. uh, It's one of the coolest of the Infinity Stones. Obviously, the Power Stone, knock your ass out with it. (laughs) But I do think that'd be dope. So yeah, I can't wait to see that. Okay, let's talk a little controversy. You know, James Gunn has responded to racist backlash over Chuck Woody Iwiji's. Casting as the High Evolutionary in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. And this is what James Gunn said. I chose the best actor, period. Stop with your racist presumptions on why he was chosen. Yo, he hit him with a period. On period, boo. Or is it poo? I'm not a girl. I don't fucking know. I tried to be funny. On period. That's on period. Yeah, I mean, bro. And then when you look, then when you look, at the uh like a bunch of pictures that they uh chose of the high evolutionary, it's like a red robot. Like look at look at this, it's a red robot, and H are mad because it's a black dude with his face looking like fucking uncircumcised dicks. Like, look at the peel back on that shit. Look at the peel back on that skin. Holy, that should look disgusting. But anyways, I'm not mad at it. Well, well of course I'm not mad at it because. I mean I'm black, but bro, it's because I know a lot of people get mad about shit, but bro, y'all wanna y'all want them to keep telling the same like white stories? Like bro, how about if Ariel was a black chick with dreadlocks? That's different. How about uh when you when we make a movie, instead of the family, uh we gotta kill one off, it's gonna be two gay dudes and then a daughter, because that really happens in real life and it's a story that hasn't been told. So you you want to like that's why it's a lot of more diversity being made because you can tell different stories. It's like, you who want to keep telling the same stories? I don't think it's just for a diversity point or diversity sake. I think it's really because you're getting different stories. When uh, Riri, right? Let's talk about Riri. Now the new Iron Man is gonna be a woman and it's a black chick, bro. Her story is gonna be totally different from Iron Man because. She didn't grow up with a silver spoon in her mouth. She got it out the mud. Now, Tony did too, but let's, let me mind you, his dad is Howard Stark, so he was already privileged to be smart and do all of this shit. Bro, she was like fixing a car, what do he say? She built her first like engine or some shit at three. Like, bro, it's, it's not the same, bro. So, I'm just, I don't know. I think you could just make different stories when it comes to diversity. Say, so, look at I like how they did uh, Namor. It wasn't just some white dude. Like you could tell a whole different story with the indigenous people from uh, Mexico or whatever, the Aztecs. It's just so different. Because uh, what would be the story if it was just some white dude? Like, like bro, it's not. It's not the same. Like we already know them stories. They've been told to us hundreds of years, like decades. I'll say in my point point of view because I'm thirty one. So, decades. So, bro, I think people just be mad. And I I think just social media just lends for people to just be mad about dumbass shit. Like, seriously. I just think that's all that is. So, it ain't even nothing to really sweat over. But I just, I don't know, bro. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Wolverine voice actor Cal Dodd says he has not been contacted to reprise his role and Wolverine PS5. And then uh, they just say, who do you think should voice Logan? Uh, I don't really care as long as it's a good voice actor. I don't think it's that important. But at the same time, I mean, that is my Wolverine. I mean, he was in an animated series. That's pretty much like the first... I think that's the first Wolverine to voice. So, yeah, you would want him. But I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's kind of like uh, God of War, right? The first original games was uh, one dude... And then when you bring it back, it's a different dude. Like, and it, I don't really care. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm not shitting on voice actors. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on voice actors. But uh, it ain't that big of a deal. The only one that was really crazy to me was uh, Uncle Iroh. Like, bro, you could totally tell the difference. But that was because it was, like, in the same type of thing. So I don't think it would really matter. Like, was he the voice I don't know if it, how much voicing was in the Wolverine games back in the day, but y'all remember the Wolverine game on PS, I think it was PS2 and or PS3 or some shit? That Wolverine game was fucking ill, and I don't remember who voiced him in that game, but, I mean, it, didn't, it don't really matter. Like, when I think of Wolverine, I don't think of that guy. I think of Hugh Jackman. So, regardless, you're not the ultimate Wolverine anyways. But, I mean, sure, let's get him back. Let's get him back. And I think this is the last of the Marvel news. And this is a rumor. I think it was actually confirmed, though, that uh, James Spader will reportedly return as Ultron in Marvel Studios' Armor Wars. Yo, clap it up. That is definitely a big deal because I love Ultron. I thought Ultron Ultron was that guy. He was a good villain to me. I don't know why people hated him so much. I don't think they really hated him. I think they much hated the story of uh, Age of Ultron. I liked it. I thought it was good. So I'm, I wasn't sweating him at all. But uh, shout out to uh, James Spader. I think that would be dope. And I can't wait for Armor Wars. I do hate that it's getting turned into a movie. But I do get it. Because I think something like that is going to cost so much money. Because if you really think about the Disney Plus shows. Maybe She-Hulk is probably the most expensive one. Most of them is pre- are pretty much grounded. So when you talk about some shit like Armor Wars, you might want to make that into a movie so you can get your money back because you know you're going to get your money back. So uh, I'm cool with that. And only thing, I hope it's not, it won't be some shit where it's like, damn, they kind of running out of villains or something. So let's just get James Spader back. Hope that's not the case because there's plenty of villains to face off, uh, um, that Rhodey could face off against. So, but I'd be cool with that. Maybe if he won't be the full villain, but something close to it. I'm cool with that. Okay. That's the end of the Marvel news. So if you want to check out, go ahead and check out here. Uh, we are about to get into full spoiler territory on Scream 6. And uh, please, but please, Go see Scream Six and come back. Come back. This is my first hor- This is my first horror movie review. So please come back because yo, the drink getting lower. So you know I'm about to get a little crazier. So we and we about to get into some boy slasher topics. Let's go. So again, spoilers right here and uh, let's go. Okay, welcome to March Movie Madness. This is week two, and we have Scream 6 on the docket. You see the background. Let's get into this movies. This is a spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Notice I didn't say spoiler free. We getting right into it. We about to get into this slasher film, and boy, was it a doozy as far as the killing. Now some of the story sometimes it was getting a little bit like bro just get to the point. But as now let's talk like if we talk about action, it definitely was some of it definitely was some of the best action I've seen in these screen movies. And it should be. It's the sixth installment of the franchise. And I thought that the the slashing, it was bro, the <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Mans was using his knife or their knives like way better than um Michael Myers do. I'm sorry. The knife work in this shit was lit. You stabbing motherfuckers in the eyes, stabbing motherfuckers through the nose. Like, bro, they had some shit where the muck like the girl was like they was crawling out the window and like a, like they put a ladder from one room to the other. So they can escape from Ghostface. And the last girl who was crawling out, he finally busted the room, And this motherfucker started shaking the ladder. And she fell and hit. I'm thinking she's going to just fall and hit the floor. Nah, they couldn't just do that. She fell and hit her head on the trash can and then hit the floor. Her face was all dented in and shit. Imagine you eating your popcorn and you just seen all of this gruesome murdering. I mean, I thought it was great. Honestly, I'm gonna keep it real. I thought that the action in this shit was cool. So we actually start the movie off with uh Tony Revelori or however you say his name, he was Jason Carvey. And bro, I thought it was kind of funny because he kills the uh the 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 teacher or whatever the hell he killed his lady and then after he killed her. He, like, take the mask off. And I was like, okay, so he's about to die. Like, some of it, it was just, like, too predictable. That's why I say the story was a little on the other side. The action was fired up, but the story little on the other side. So he killed a lady that was his teacher, Then he get a call, and he thinking this is, I don't know, a roommate or I don't know if they was, like, butt buddies or whatever the hell going on, lovers. But he thinking that he getting a call from him because dude calling from his phone, right? So no, that's not what's happening. Dude actually is talking to the real Ghostface, and the Ghostface dude is telling him like, so why would you think killing your teacher? Because he was like, yeah, it just felt like every time I kept stabbing her, she was less human, and then when she died, she was just a pile of meat. Like that's what this, the Tony's character said, Jason, and. Then he ended up finding uh, his homie, because he was like, oh, this, this, I'm in the house. Let's play, like, like, hide and seek. Kept telling him, oh, you're getting colder. Nope, you're getting warmer. Now you're getting warmer. He opened the fridge. dual body cut all up in the fridge, and he gets stabbed up and shit. And then he's like, oh, how does it feel to be a piece of meat now, motherfucker? So, yeah, you kind of just knew. You kind of knew at that point that he was about to die. And I- I'm not going to lie, bro. Some of this shit... It has to be predictable, right? like it has to be, so yeah, I thought the opening was I thought the opening was pretty good, like I said, a little predictable, but definitely, I think most of the slasher films, I mean they are pretty predictable, right? you kind of know what you're getting going in. I'm just going to see the gruesome violence that hopefully I'll never be a part of, right? So that's all you really like hope for in these type of films anyway, at least I do. So I thought that part was cool. Now, let's talk about, like, some of the cast that I thought was – was all, they all did an okay job. Like, Jenna Ortega, she was Tara. She was cool. I thought the person, Melissa Barrera, who played Sam, she was actually good. And, I mean, she was the lead, so she should have been good. And she really was. I, I thought she did good. And, I mean, I liked her in the last film, too. So, she was pretty good in this one. And they come in, like, she so had me. So, when she's in the therapist's office, and the therapist's like, okay, let's get real. And then she started getting real and was like, yeah, I stabbed him, like, 22 times. And low-key, I enjoyed it. Like, I thought the therapist was out of line. This dude said, by law, I have to report this to the authorities. I was like, bro, I hope you die. Just for saying that dumb ass shit. And the therapist, yeah, he died. So, yeah, a lot of people I wanted to die, they died in this movie. Uh, what, what, what else happened after that? I did think it was a little over the top. Like, she in a whole different, she in a whole different state. I just don't think, like, if this happened in California from the last movie, right, and then she moved to New York. Bro, people in New York, yo, they, yo, they letting six nine just walk around. He cool. You think they gonna be giving a damn about some chick that they think killed somebody? First of all, motherfucker, that you thought killed somebody, you, you, you're not doing all that. I'm, am trying to tell you. you, you, you're not doing all that. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was some other shit. That was a little, a little corny. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh. Oh, the person who played Chad. Yo. Dude was swole. And he was fucking annoying. Yo. This Cuban Gooden Junior kid. Oh. (laughs) Hilarious. I didn't even know. His name Mason Gooden. Yeah. He was, uh. I'm going to tell you why he was trash. This is why he was trash. As a man. And I don't mean to be sexist, but fuck it. I don't care. As a man, if a motherfucker break into the house, even if you are afraid, you ain't never supposed to be the first one out the door. He was the bro. Him and Tara, they ran out that motherfucking room so quick. I thought that shit was hilarious. I don't care. I don't care if he went back for them. You don't ever be the first one out the door. He was down the stairs. I'm like, golly, bro, you a man, bro. You're supposed to act like it. No way. So, yeah, that shit was, I thought that was the funniest part in the movie. I was laughing my ass off, bro. That shit had me weak sauce. Weak sauce. Okay, Courtney Cox was back. Back is Gail Weathers. Bro, she's an iconic player, iconic player, bro. And um, uh, uh, yeah, she died. It was fucked up the way she died too, because, yo, I was rooting for her. I'm rooting for her, bro. When he pulled up, when Ghostface pulled up in that apartment and killed her boyfriend, big black diesel dude, I was like, oh, she don't stand a chance. She don't stand a fucking chance. And then. She actually killed that motherfucker. Or she actually attempted. She stabbed him, shot the motherfucker. I mean, shit, he just, he wouldn't go down, bro. He wouldn't go down. And I'm guessing it's because he was the damn, uh the dad. It was the dad who was the, ended up being the ghost. What I did like about the movie, I thought the, the final reveal, because you know it has to be like a twist. I thought the final reveal was pretty cool because, you know, it was like a twist. So the whole time, you think Ghostface killed this motherfucker's uh, daughter and he didn't. He didn't kill the damn daughter, which I was like, bro, you can't fake that. That's what I thought. Like, the reveal was cool. It was a good reveal because it was a good twist. But I kind of, they foreshadowed it because... When they was looking for suspects, right? He was like, "Okay, uh, matter of fact, let me go to her name." Yeah, uh, Quinn was the uh, roommate, and he was like, "This was the the officer said." He's like, "Okay, let's start with the roommates." He said, "Blah blah blah," and he said, "Quinn." Uh, okay. Oh no, matter of fact. Is that no, we can start with Quinn and just take her off immediately. Like, that's what he said. And I was like, oh, no, nah, something – I said it right then and there. I just started laughing because I was like, something fishy about that. Just the, It was the way he said it. Like, okay, so my daughter, she's not a suspect at all. Let's just take her off the list. It was super something creepy about that. And, uh, yeah, I was right because she was actually one of the ghost face, which I thought was kind of hilarious because – which girl's face was she? Bro, I'm not trying... And again, I'm not trying to be sexist and none of that. But that girl, small as hell. Ain't no effing way she was doing none of that crazy shit. She, she ain't taking down that big-ass black dude. And honestly, I don't even see how it was the, the skinny white boy. That was uh, Ethan. I don't even see hit. it could have been him taking down... A lot of them all. He was just too small, bro. The ghost face, like look at look at it. Like he just seemed menacing, towering over motherfuckers. It didn't seem like either one of them. So that was that was kind of strange. I thought that was a little weird. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I thought that was a little weird. Uh Mindy, she was a good character. She was and after, I I like that they did this a lot because they just pretty much kept pointing out, they was like, they said this, like, four or five times. They was like, fuck the movies. Like, they started off with, uh, even in, in the opening, uh, monologue, or whatever you want to call it, but even in the opening, when he was killing the, uh, first dude, uh, Tarot, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Tony, when they was killing, uh, Jason, yeah, when he was killing, uh, him, he was like, bro, He's like, what about the movie? He was like, fuck your movies. Like, so pretty much they kept making that a real big theme throughout, like, fuck the movies or they was like, bro, this is not a movie or they was like, okay, we're in a film franchise. This isn't a sequel anymore. This is a franchise. They kept doing that. I thought that was clever because, like I was saying, we're just going to keep things going. We're we not, we not ending shit anytime soon unless it was Halloween, I felt like that needed to go because that was just a little too repetitive. Like, how many times he going to keep battling his sister? Like, come on, man, with that shit. That shit was corny. This is kind of something different every time. It's different ghost face with different motives. And so that's why I always, like, scream. And I feel like, I mean, it's going to be here to stay for a long time. Especially with this movie because, bro, that movie was fire as hell. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I liked it because the action was just straight gruesome, great, gruesome action. So, I liked it. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, let's talk about oh, Kirby. Yeah, Kirby was back, and now she's the FBI agent, and that's how you know. That the damn dad. I'm, I'm telling you, I wasn't really that surprised. And I hated how long it took them to explain. I hated how long it took them to explain that Sam killed their brother and they're out for revenge against her. Like, I hate it. It took them so long to explain it. I was like, golly. But he tried to pin it on Kirby. And I was like, ain't no way. Ain't no way it's Kirby and she got, got stabbed by this motherfucker. And now she working as one of the nah. I knew that. So when he was like, oh, stay away from Kirby. It's her. I was like, it's his ass. Like it was a little that the ending was a little that part was predictable. And I didn't like I didn't like that part for sure. But I did like that the little twist of it was I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent on it. So uh yeah, it was cool. It was cool. But again, uh, Jenna Ortega, she was good as Tara. How did, bro, you know what? It was a scene in here that low-key, it low-key irritated me. Because they tried to make it like the dude was about to, like, try to rape uh, Tara. And I'm like, bro, they both drunk as fuck. Now, I know what, like, people say, you're never supposed to fuck drunk girls, which is true. But this happens all the time where two drunk people go and fuck. And even she said it. She was like, bro, if I want to hook up with some random dumbass guy, I should be able to do that. So I thought, and then what made it even more weird, uh, Chad, who was trying to stop him, he going to go and kiss her right afterwards. So you going to get into a fight with the dude because she fucked up and you acting like you didn't want to do nothing. And then you go and try to take advantage of her while she drunk. So yeah, that part was trash, too. I hated that part. I thought that shit was ass. What else I hated? That was that was really, I just, I didn't like that part. But definitely the opening was good. I liked it. And then, what else can we go with this movie? Oh, I really do love how the original uh, Ghostface is Sarah's dad. I thought that shit was pretty funny. Cause she put on his mask and his uh, and put his uh the cape on and shit to uh go and kill the, the the police officer dude. I thought that shit was hilarious. I was like, damn, that shit funny as hell. But other than that, it was a good movie. Uh, I give it a out of ten. I give it a six, and only why I give it a six because the action was top notch. But the ending was just so dumb. Like not dumb, but it was like, or not dumb. It was too stretched out. And I, I didn't I didn't like how they did the ending. And then on top of that, um, now I never been on a subway, but I feel like if a motherfucker stabbing you on a subway, people would notice. They act like just nobody would notice. Cause I'm not from New York, but still, I thought that shit was a little crazy. So it was some shit that was uh just got it started getting a little lazy. But regardless, I enjoyed it myself. It was a good slasher film. And I think it was probably like the best action as far as those type of movies that I've seen in a while. I mean, bro, it was like John Wick with the blade, low-key. He was stabbing shit good. So yeah, I fuck with it. It was good stabbing. It was good stabbing. So yeah, go see Scream 6. I'm gonna give it a six out of 10. Probably, eh, probably won't watch it again unless it's like Halloween time, but I enjoy myself. Am I sitting there mad that i want to go see it? No, it was good. Six out of ten. Alright? So, we see you next week for March Movie Madness. We got Shazam! Shazam! We got Shazam coming up. So, uh, be back here next week for Shazam the review and also more Marvel news. Y'all know how we do. We gonna keep it rocking and, uh, Believe it you make believers. We out.